Well, happy Christmas Eve 2021, everybody. This is Pastor Brian Wattenbarger with Body of Christ Church, and I'm sitting here uh, in the Midwest out on the back patio. It's a little chilly. Um, <laughs> listening to all the, well, all the sounds of nature that God put out there, and it's just uh, kind of a surreal morning. Um, you know, it, it got me thinking about Oh, just everything from the last two years. It's been so hard, and, and we know that it's just ramping up and getting worse and worse. And, and, you know, just as Christ predicted, love really is waxing cold. And, uh, you know, parents are turning in against children and children against parents. And it just seems like the world is just is, is literally going to hell. And... It's ridiculous that we're being forced to sit in a handbasket just to <laughs> just to get there. Um, it, it seems bleak, you know. Here it is, Christmas Eve, and and uh, Christmas has become commercialism, and Christmas has become about how much can I get, and you know, you, you're sitting in in the living room with teenagers who are staring at their phones and not talking to even to each other, let alone uh, the rest of the family. And, and, and it seems like, you know, you, you see the sadness in, in the older generation. You know, it's, it's like the magic's gone for a lot of people. And, you know, if you have young children, it's not so much like that. It's, it's as they get older and stuff. And, or, you know, if, if, they're, if they're not around. I mean, this world is turning people away right and left. And, and it just seems like there's no hope. Well, I'm here to tell you there is. You know, <clears throat> the Bible is is so much about prophecy, and 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 the prophecies have all come true, a hundred percent. The ones that that have already been foretold to have come true, and and of course the most important prophecy of all. You know, the 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 prophecy of the Messiah, the prophecy of Jesus, and and you know you can read Isaiah. Um, you know, 53 particularly, but you can read Isaiah and, and learn about his, you know, how he's coming and, and, and then how he came and, and what he went through. And, you know, John 3.16 really is true. God so loved us. He so loved the world. He so loved you and I that he gave the gift of his only son. You know, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And... and it seems like you know you know we we focus a lot on on love and we focus a lot on but we also focus a lot on the misery of the world and <clears throat> it's helpful to balance that out you know we we know the the things we have to do and we know that there's a lot of of baby christians out there but we also know that there's a lot of false christians out there and and we we don't want to war with them we want them in in the fold we want everybody to go to heaven with us and you know, and, and we want we want so many people to find the truth, not just the things that play to to our itchy ears. But there's one truth we we can't deny, and that is that God became man and and came to the world to show us how we're supposed to live, how we're supposed to interact, how we're supposed to worship, and it's really. 
something that we've gotten away from, and, and I'm going to do a, a a video on this here in, in a yeah, today or tomorrow, but on, on just worship, you know, what we're supposed to do for worship and how we've gotten away from that. And, you know, we'll, we'll look at the throne room of God for that. But <clears throat> people love really is eternal because it's God. And there's no, there's no getting around his love for us, even though we, we've repeatedly threw it in his face. <laughs> but he still loves us. He still gives us an out. He has infinite patience with us. And, you know, I don't want to compare God to a dog by any means. Um, but a dog is a perfect example of devotional worshipful love like the love we should have for christ the love we should have for god so let's not think of the the dog as as god but the dog is us see in first john 4 18 we read such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear if we're afraid it's for fear of punishment and this shows that we have not fully experienced perfect love we have so much to fear in the world today, but love can conquer that. I came home uh, after going run a few errands the other day, and I, you know, I have a. Most of you know me. I have a gold, uh, two goldens, a white, an English golden, a white one, and a yellow golden. And the yellow golden is is Daddy's girl. And I, uh, I left. I was probably gone forty five minutes or whatever. But I came back, and oh, it, 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 there was a party being thrown. You know, my dog had arranged party hats. Uh, everybody had, you know, those buzzer things. <laughs> this dog was just beside herself that I was back. For all she knew, I'd left and, and, and would never come back. I mean, that's, that is love. The, the, uh, 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 that, that somebody could be that happy that you've, that you've come back even after an hour. And that's the way we're supposed to be with God. That's the way we're supposed to be with Jesus, you know. <clears throat> I was gone an hour, but I may as well well have been gone for days. Now, ask yourself, if you didn't have a pet and you decided to make a robot dog, and you had this robot dog, and then you programmed that dog to react that way every time you came home, would that be love? No. Because the dog would have no choice. The dog could do nothing else. You see, Rayleigh feels that way for me so that's the way she acts she wants to act that way and that's the way I act towards Jesus because that's I love him I want I want I want my relationship with him I can't wait to be with him and that's the way we're supposed to be with God and 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 that's what God wants he doesn't want automatons he could have very easily snapped his fingers and and made sin go away right away and made sure that that we you know, he could have he could have said, "Well, this one this one didn't work out the way I wanted." He could have erased the drawing board and started over. No, he loved us so much that he knew knew how we would act, knew what we would do, knew that we would rebel against him and hurt him and divorce him. And he loved us anyway, and he and he he provided a means for salvation. It's all about choices, folks. This Christmas, remember, it's all about choices. We can choose to be in the world. We can choose to love the cars and the houses and the 
gifts that we give to each other, the phones and the computers and all that stuff. Or we can remember that none of this is ours, that God could take it away in an instant because we're supposed to use blessings to honor Him. All glory is supposed to go to God. People are supposed to see us as Christians, our works, and glorify our Father in heaven, not us. We don't do things for attention. We don't do things for gifts. We don't do things to move forward in in success and prosperity. We do things to build up our rewards in heaven, to build up our relationship with God. And that's what Christmas is supposed to be about, that kind of love, that worship of Christ who came so that we could all live forever, so that we would not be subject to our sins any further, so that we could be forgiven. That's what Christmas is about. It's love. It's Christ. It's the love that God showed us. It's not about loving somebody enough to give them the gift that they've always wanted. God is the gift that they've always wanted. Folks, the world seems bleak. And that's because there's just not enough of this love going around anymore. But we can change that. And we should change that. It's our duty to change that. It's our job to change that. So I implore you, this Christmas, take time out with your family. Do it first thing, before you open the first gift. And give up some worship to God for the, for the gift of His Son that provided this means for you. <clears throat> and make sure that God is in the day. Make sure that Christ is in the day. And teach your kids the utter unimportance of all those things under that tree. Or the tree itself. I hope this finds you well. I hope this finds you with a very, very Merry Christmas. God bless you. And we'll talk to you again.